0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, sir. I am so excited to continue a discussion of Psalm 58. I say excited. I say excited. It is a hard psalm. I'm not necessarily excited about the message, but it's, but it's a message that I think we've got to, we've got to dig into.
1: You know, I, I, you got to love variety. It's the spice of life and the psalms. And yeah, I you know, and uh, unlike some of the psalms that I I see a whole lot of repetition in the imagery, this one just feels fresh. <laughs> you know, we, we haven't haven't had a lot of imprecatory psalms yet
0: in these seasons and
1: huh? and, and you know, the, this is uh this is part of the human experience also,
0: I think. Sprinkled in here. I appreciate what you said the other day. I I want to hit on imprecation just head on today and I just want to remind uh, us of what you said the other day. This psalm seems different depending on where you're sitting. Yeah. And so let's, let's keep that in mind as we hear it again. What are you reading from?
1: So I've got the New American Standard Bible here, the 95, and I'll be reading Psalm 58 from that. For the choir director, set to al-tasheth, a mictum of David. Al-tasheth, by the way, means do not destroy. Do not destroy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. Verse 1. Do you indeed speak righteousness, O gods? Do you judge uprightly, O sons of men? No, in heart you work unrighteousness. On earth you weigh out the violence of your hands. The wicked are estranged from the womb. These who speak lies go astray from birth. They have venom, like the venom of a serpent, like a deaf cobra that stops up its ear so that it does not hear the voice of charmers Or a skillful caster of spells. O God, shatter their teeth in their mouth. Break out the fangs of the young lions, O Lord. Let them flow away like water that runs off. When he aims his arrows, let them be as headless shafts. Let them be as a snail which melts away as it goes along. Like the miscarriages of a woman which never see the sun, before your pots can feel the fire of thorns, he will sweep them away with a whirlwind, the green and the burning alike. The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He will wash his feet in the blood of the wicked, and men will say,
0: Surely there is a reward for the righteous, surely there is a God. Who judges on earth? Surely there is a God who judges on earth. One of the big pushbacks against God, uh, atheists, skeptics, one of the things they want to do is they look around and they see injustice. Mm -hmm. They see injustice, they see suffering, and they claim God must not be out there. Even as Christians talk about it, what's our
1: verbiage for this? The problem of pain, the problem of suffering. What are we going
0: to do with this? It it almost concedes it kind of seems like this shouldn't be going on. It shouldn't happen like this. Yeah. It shouldn't happen like this. And, of course, when folks deal with the natural tragedies, floods... Mm-hmm. hurricanes, earthquakes, uh, they lay that at the feet of God a lot more directly. But even when we deal with the man-made tragedies, mm-hmm. the the despotic ruler who carries out genocide against a particular people. or madmen that go shoot up schools. Or the government that holds on to the food and the money so that there's famine among the people and lots of their subjects die, that kind of injustice. Mm-hmm. Still, the skeptics look back and say, where is God? And what David here, if David's the author of this, what our psalmist says is, judgment is coming, mm-hmm. and we will know when it happens that there is a
1: God who judges on the earth. Well, you know, and to me, it's more than judgment is coming. I mean,
0: he's saying, let there be judgment. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, he's calling for it. He's calling for it. Yeah. Uh, in in fact, when you say that, it's it's really as though David is is crying out to God. Let the world know you're really there. Yeah. It's it's a great, it's
1: um it's faith that God is there. God is there. God. David's not despairing in this particular psalm. God, where are you, and why won't you act? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just he's calling it down, man. He's calling down the judgment, break the teeth, and all the different curses.
0: The struggle is, is as we hear what God has planned for the unjust, we start to pull back. "Oh, Oh, that sounds awful. That sounds awful. It's kind of like when Habakkuk says, God, why aren't you doing something about all the sin that's going on among your people? And God says, oh, I've got a plan. I'm sending the Babylonians. And then Habakkuk says, whoa, whoa hold on. I, I didn't no, mean that. Not that. <laughs> not that. Not that. Not that. Not that. And so what, what we have is on the one hand, we've got all kinds of people that are like, why isn't something being done about all the injustice by God? And then we have this imprecatory psalm where David says, do something about it. Bring your judgment. And then folks act like if God judges those who are unjust and sinful, well, that that means he's bad. Right. It, it's, it's like we... we, we oh, keep... I know.
1: It's, it's 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 a it's a catch-22 by the skeptics, right? Yeah. If bad things are going on, then there is no God. If God acts temporally, you know, like a, a Sodom and Gomorrah kind of
0: judgment, well, then God's evil. What, God's yeah. ungood. What, what, what a terrible, wicked, awful God he is, because yeah. he judged those people for their sin and their injustice. I, so the, uh, just really, you know, some of them, it's like,
1: you just kind of don't want to believe in God, yeah, right? Yeah, you, you really just... Any, <laughs> any
0: old argument Will it'll, do it'll work for you either for way. For you. Okay. I want to think through this as we're talking about imprecations. I've got a question. It's, it's, it's not, it, it's going to be a, a surprising question, I think, probably. If but you're
1: asking me again the meaning of Hebrew words, no. we'll, we'll have to hit pause and I'll go look it up for you. No,
0: no, no, no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Andrew, I got a question for you. Yeah. How much do you love your mother? I love my mother a lot. I mean, a great, would, great deal. Would you, would you do anything for your mom? Yes. Okay. Would you protect your mom? Yes. If someone was defaming your mom, would you stand up and defend your mom? Um, I have. Well, there you go. (laughs) If somebody was injuring your mom, would you protect her? Yes. If someone had injured your mom and you witnessed it and they were now on trial, would you witness, would you testify so that that person would experience justice? Yes. Yeah. Of course you would. We all understand that. Mm -hmm. Somehow when we have that same concept with God— we, we get wrapped around the axle because what I want us to say is here in this imprecation, we have to understand that this is actually a matter of how much do I love God? Mm-hmm. How much do I love God? I get it. I get it. We want folks to be forgiven. God wants folks to be forgiven. God wants folks to be forgiven so much that despite the people who have defamed him and defamed, sorry, defamed him, yeah. distorted his image, brought his uh, diminished his glory rebelled against him all of those people he sent jesus to die so that we could be forgiven of that that's how much he wants us to be forgiven absolutely pointed out yesterday that every imprecation we read in the psalms i think is to be read through the lens of the very first one in psalm 7 and 12 which says if they do not repent god will wet his sword god wants repentance he wants it more than us he wants all the sinners to come to life And 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 be able to experience that grace that he has purchased by the blood of his son, but what if they doubled down?
1: You know, uh, you pointed out Job on one of the recent episodes, one of our recent conversations, and there was a fellow that didn't bring the message repent. He brought the message of judgment. It provoked repentance, and then he's mean Jonah. Excuse me, yeah, Jonah.
0: Because you brought up Job. (laughs) i did
1: (laughs) but jonah he he, he brought the message of judgment yes he brought the judgment in nineveh it provoked repentance from the greatest to the least and then and then uh jonah has to be taught god really did want repentance yes that's what he wanted that was the goal um jonah was fearful That God would allow the repentance, that God would relent, that God would save these awful, wicked, oppressive people. Yes. You know, um, Jonah's heart was not, boy, I'd like to see these people repent. Yeah. But he sure was able to preach judgment with some conviction on those people. Yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Now, what if Nineveh had doubled down in their sin? Exactly. Which they actually do later, which is why we have not only Jonah, but Nahum. Mm-hmm. As we find that Nineveh turns back to sin and Nahum preaches about the judgment that is going to come on them. And it does come upon them yeah. because they double down in their sin. They double down in their injustice. They refuse to repent as the earlier Ninevites had done, and they do experience judgment. Now, the, the point that I want to bring up is that imprecation actually demonstrates a love for God, a love for God's glory, a love that says, God is perfect. God is holy. His righteousness is far beyond anything that I understand. And it's amazing. And I love him and I want people to honor him. And if they're going to refuse to honor him, then God needs God needs to be defended. Mm-hmm. If they're going to act unjustly towards God and towards His people, then they need to experience the justice of God. I, we would kind of, all kind of,
1: kind of like a John and
0: a James when they asked the Lord, "Hey, can we call fire down on this Samaritan village now?" Well. I, I I don't know. I feel like you're trying to pull me up short on this. I'm not trying to, <laughs> but I'm of just course saying the problem that is there are examples of
1: people, and I think the imprecations fall into it, where they are are angered that God is being maligned.
0: But the problem is, is that with James and John, they were doing it inappropriately because Jesus has to call them short and say, "Don't you know what manner of spirit you're of?" They, they, well, that's their, true too. their imprecation at that time was misplaced. Fair misplaced. I, I just I. Again, what we're dealing with is we as Christians, we know, and this is where our struggle is, that we know our spirit is the one that says, we're going to go to the cross so that you can be forgiven. And we struggle with the folks who in the face of the cross decide they're going to continue to push back against Jesus and defame and dishonor him. And the recognition that there is ultimately that place for, if you're not going to repent, then I'm going to stand on God's side. And it pains me. And I want you to repent, and I want you to have life. God wants it more. But I do want your forgiveness. But listen, if you're going to double down in your sin, then I'm going to be on God's side, and I'm going to stand up for him and say that, look, justice needs to be meted out against those who continue in rebellion against God, who continue to defame him, who continue to attack him, who continue to dishonor him.
1: Well, okay. So James and John with the Samaritans, bad example. But how about with Jesus and the Pharisees, okay? There you go. And his rebuking of them in Matthew, the 23rd chapter. Yes. And he never shrunk back from even calling them a brood of vipers, right? And John the Baptist called them a brood of vipers as well. Yes. And here's some imagery being taken from Psalm 58. Yes. Right, and and here's judges uh, and and religious leaders who have gone wrong and have doubled down on that error. Yes, and so imprecations for them.
0: Yes. Now that's that. Yeah. Fantastic illustration there, because woe to you is the idea of curses being put on you. In fact, in Matthew, the woes in Matthew 23 are actually set against the blessings of Matthew 5, Mm -hmm. just like in Israel's history. Remember when we read Matthew last year, we recognized that Israel comes into the land and on one mountain, they proclaim the blessings Blessings. and on another mountain, they proclaim the cursings or the woes. And that's exactly what Jesus does. Woe to you because you're not repenting. Mm -hmm. And And that's the key here. And imprecation properly done. Based on, I want you to repent more than I want these woes to be brought upon you, but recognizing that if you're not going to repent, then justice needs to be served. And I love God so much that when those dishonor him, rebel against him, I want his honor, his glory protected and preserved. And so the Pharaohs who are not going to surrender to the Lord I want their armies drowned in the sea because, mm-hmm. that's what, because that's what brings glory to God. When Pharaoh rebels and he hardens his heart and he refuses to soften, then, then we recognize. And the reality is we understand that. I mean, the easy example is Hitler. Mm. Folks recognize, look, what Hitler did, some justice needs to be served. Right. We, we recognize that there. And, but the problem is, is that we only recognize it there. We don't recognize it for the fact that when I decide that I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to idolize myself and I'm not going to honor God, I deserve that too. And that's, that's where we struggle is we want to reserve that for the really, 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 really bad guys like yeah, Hitler. and, and the Stalin Pharisees. And the Pharisees. But, but never me, never yeah. me. No, no, I need to repent. Judgment's coming. I think that's probably where we need to wrap up now as hard as that is to hear.
1: Probably is. Uh, let's see. So send us an email, text talk at org. Jump onto our Facebook page. We're going through the paths of righteousness today. Uh, let's see. So today's going to be hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we hope that we repent uh, before we get our teeth knocked out like vipers. Evan, would you pray for us, please?
0: Wow, you just yeah. Wow, I think I think my hope. Sake way. I think I think my hope is not. Boy, I hope I repent. My hope is is that when I repent, I know that the righteous, having been forgiven by God, don't receive this judgment. That's the hope. That, that is the hope. A hope. That is right. good. Holy God, our hope is in you our hope is the fact that while we read a psalm like psalm 58 this imprecations this and it gives a struggle it gives me struggle i mean i'm trying to explain it like i get it and i'm 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 all on board with it but it uh, it causes me struggle what I understand, and this is the amazing thing, is that you will do what is right in judgment. And so I bring glory to you that where vengeance is what needs to be meted out, you will mete it out. That where forgiveness is what should be meted out, you will mete it out. We surrender to you in this, just as David did, bringing this prayer to you. And so, Lord God, we love you, and we want your glory and honor defended, and we look forward to the time when we can be with you, and you will be glorified eternally. It's through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song you can get more from him at acapeldridge.com please remember to subscribe rate and review text talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily have a fantastic day Ready,
1: steady pass the word along Onward, forward shout aloud hosanna christ is captain of the
0: mighty throne